This is Thrive Perspectives, an ever-growing discussion about the issues that shape our lives with your guides, Dr. Matthew Jacoby and DJ Payne. Welcome to Thrive Perspectives. It's DJ and Matthew here, of course. Matt, how you doing? Doing well, thank you. Uh, we're uh, we're still in our makeshift uh, little tuckaway room here. It's getting more and more crowded every week, and it's a hot day. <laughs> the studio is still, uh, you know, still a couple of weeks. It seems like it's been a couple of weeks from finishing yeah, for the last right. month. But uh, we're in here today, and it feels like this type of Thrive perspectives, uh, you know, that that we're that we're going to do today. There's a couple of different Thrive perspectives types. Yeah. There's issues that we are interested in. Yeah. There's issues that, you know, we feel really important to. And then this is probably where my, if I can be honest, where my yeah. heart lies a little bit more yeah. with Thrive Perspectives is we talk about an issue that seems to be a real, to, to use a dodgy phrase, a current affair. Yeah. You know, yeah. it seems yeah. to be yeah. a real current topic. And I know it's a current topic when I get people messaging me, emailing mm. or calling and yeah. saying, Oh man! What, yeah, what did you think of that? Yeah, what do you th- what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Yeah. So today on this episode, and you would see it from the from the title, of course, we want to talk about celebrity pastors and yeah. Christian leaders who have some sort of fall. Mm. Um, and I want to divide it up, if we can, into falling away because of sin. Yeah. And eventually, if we get to it on this episode. I'd like to talk about people who fall fall away by actually walking away themselves and yeah. saying they don't believe anymore. Yeah. And, and there've been a number of celebrity uh, celebrity leaders who have, and so we're kind of responding to the impact yeah. that that it, and it really does impact because these are these are celebrity celebrity leaders that sort of represent for people their their faith that yeah. people have drawn on um, suddenly. You know these things happen, and it's really people have been quite affected. Yeah, by this. It, it, it's and it, it seems like in our uh, if I if I step back and look at our current cultural overview mm. of the of the time that we live in now, I mean, we like to think that we're we're, we're unique, and not really. In the last you know hundred years, with the the concept of celebrities, culture following celebrities, yeah. Christians have fulfilled that as well, and there's Christian yeah. celebrities. Yeah. And then when a Christian celebrity falls, I'll give a classic example, probably the most famous one to the average person, you know, who's been alive in the last, you know, you know, hundred years would be someone like the Jimmy Swaggart. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Swaggart is a Christian celebrity, Christian pastor who becomes famous for railing against sin and the popular world. Yeah. And then they get caught up in a sexual sin. Yeah or some sin of some kind, and have to come crying, repenting on the television. And it seems like culture, culture, especially secular culture, mainstream mm. culture, but also Christian culture, we love these type of stories. Yeah. It's like looking at a car accident. We can't take our eyes off mm. it. Oh, what happened? Yeah. And the reason, of course, and if, you, and if you're listening to this when this episode comes out, the reason we're talking about this at this current time is uh, two major um, you know, Christian celebrities – one who has passed away, Ravi Zacharias, mm. um, who who was a a famous apologist, probably know. probably the most famous uh, apologist yeah. uh, in in the world. Yeah, yeah. in the in the in the uh, you know in our generation, yeah, you know for sure, uh, you know passed away, and then uh, he he has just had a um, what can we say? These Christian reporters. Were working on a, have been working on a story for a few years, yeah. and it just so happens to have broken after his death, yeah. uh, which the whole Christian world mourned with yeah. his death uh, last year, and we're very very sad. And then in the wake of his death, we get all this news about a, an entire different world that he lived in, an entire different yeah. life that he had of um, you know of sexual sin. Yeah. Then the other person, which, of, which has all been substantiated, and but we'll, we'll, um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into yeah. into that a little bit more. But then the other person, of course, that um, it seems like our our uh, you know our media culture, our tabloid culture, yeah. can't get enough of at the moment is Carl yeah. Lentz, Pastor Carl yeah. Lentz, who was probably one of the most famous pastors of the last decade. Mm. 
in New York, Hillsong yeah. uh, pastor, celebrity pastor, yeah. uh, and a pastor to celebrities, yeah. um, has had a mash. Uh, he's walked away from the fa- not from the faith. He's walked away from his role. He's been stood down yeah. as a Hillsong pastor because of an affair, yeah. and and now it's yeah. coming out that there were multiple affairs. So, so, so I think, like, for the sake of this episode, I mean, the celebrity thing really is our focus because actually I think it can be argued that that actually is part of the problem, and we'll get to that. Humongously. Um, but the reason why yeah, we're talking about yeah, this, Matt, is... it comes up, yeah. It, well, it comes up, but the reason it comes up, and I want to know from you as, as in, in yeah. your pastoral role, yeah. because I'm just Joe Schmo on a podcast, you know, who, who's, who've got people following me on social media... I'm getting contacted by people. I'm getting phone calls by people. Yeah. And basically the attitude is, man, I thought this guy, if this guy can't, yeah. Yeah. what hope do... Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's I have so that, discouraging for it's people. So, yeah. yeah, I have a lot of people in that way. Yeah, I, just also, I think we need to be also sensitive to the fact that a, a lot of people, uh, there's been a number of conversations where I've become aware of a lot of people don't really even know about this. I mean, you think... Yeah with Facebook these days and if you get uh, I mean I follow the Christianity Today um, yes. uh, feed which I mean I get Christianity Today and it's a probably would it be the world's biggest Christian publication by, I think? Far, by yeah. far by far um, so they've been the ones that have been covering that but it's like you, this may be news to you and um, and you oh. know it's quite uh, you know it's quite um, tragic, uh, really. So maybe shall, should we maybe start well, we'll, start here and yeah. Well, let's let's just very briefly because I don't want to. We sp- don't really have a plan, do we? No. Th- this episode, <laughs> we know what we want to talk about and we know where we want to head to, but we don't actually have a lot of notes in front of us. So bear with us. Um, this is very much a raw discussion between you know me and Matt with this one. I will be putting links to Christianity Today and yeah. some of the coverage of these stories in yeah. in the show notes. I, well, this is not a news podcast. This is not where you come yeah. to get your news. So I don't want to go by play by play and this and this person said yeah. and here's a statement or anything like yeah. that. But for the sake of people who may be not aware of this or for, if you're listening to this in the future and you're not aware of this, yeah. you know, that happened yeah. in the past or you're a new Christian, uh, in the world of apologetics, let's just start there. Apologetics is, isn't apologizing for your faith. It's basically having uh, rational arguments for the faith yeah. to say... I am ready to stand up and debate, mm. you know, somebody. The, here are the reasons, here are the logical reasons to be a Christian. Yeah. There's been a long line and great apologists, you know, throughout church history, you know, yeah. theologians and pastors and people who've been able to stand up and argue with the rational thing. I've never been passionate about apologetics. Mm. You teach apologetics, man. Mm. In your in in you you know in your with what you do with your uh, you know yeah the, that's the school. right yeah and so within within the realm of apologetics you get the more academic uh, apologetic apologists who are you know professors in in universities and and you know philosophy departments and that's where you get someone like a William Lane Craig you know who is a really uh, highly regarded yes. uh, philosopher in his in his own right and then you get the the, the more the popular figures mm-hmm. uh, the, the the sort of more preacher kind of um, popular apologetist apologists and uh, and that was where Ravi kind of sat. I mean, yeah. he's an incredibly charismatic figure, yeah. uh, amazing communicator, mm. um, uh, probably related to the everyday everyday person. Doesn't didn't come so much from the full on academic um, uh, side, but you know, very relatable. He had a massive ministry. Ravi Zacharias International Ministries yeah. uh, was a worldwide thing. You know, bigger than Ben Hur. Yes, uh, a number of. Um, you know, people sort of working under that banner. Yeah. Um, so he had uh, yeah. over thirty books. He he had, he had penned massively. You know, yeah. uh, made millions and millions and millions of dollars from his book publishing and his mm. tours and and celebrity. Mm. Um, married, you mm. know, his, his his life. You know, uh, you know, to his wife. They were very public about their marriage, and uh, you know he had a struggle with uh, cancer at the end, yeah. and died in May of 2020. Yeah, uh, when he died, the, the the church world mourned. Yeah, uh, there was a oh, massive- it was massive. It was all it just it, so it was coming from every direction. You know, uh, the sort of you know honouring the legacy of, of Ravi, and yeah. then honestly, when the news broke, I I was. Absolutely devastated, yeah. and and that was that was when it was just these allegations have come out. You know that was still in the early stages. I just thought, no, not and yeah. like, 
particularly for someone who's been so public. Yeah, yeah. And and again, because I follow, um, you know, I would say for my job, but uh, really, if I'm honest, it's just what I've always been like. I follow Christian culture very closely. I remember in 2017, Mm. uh, a news story came out about a woman who was alleging a relationship with Ravi Zacharias. And Ravi Zacharias and 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 the ministry partners came out and said, look, this is an extortion attempt. Uh, you know, we deny all allegations, blah, blah, blah. And there was a bit of a mixed, like it, it went away very quickly. Yeah. But that was the yeah. beginning of like, oh my goodness, like perish the thought. I remember my reaction going, that's insane. Like, who, yeah. like this is insane. I can't believe some woman is attempting to get money from from this guy who is, who is out there mm. ministering all the time. Well... Yeah, so run, maybe maybe just run us through the through the details. This isn't, isn't a, a again. Go- it's not a gossip episode. No. But what what we the fact is it is out. It is very much out there, yes. and, and and we like actually said, want to we want to uh, talk a little bit around this uh, topic. Yeah. Uh, so so again, I'll share links to to all of these things. But if if we want to really sum it up in a nutshell, and, I, and, and forgive me if I get maybe a couple of the smaller details wrong, but. Uh, in his in his home uh, his home state his home city where Ravi li- lived in and again this man is a multi millionaire, mm. um, you know, beloved around the world celebrity around the world and he um, had a business partner, and they invested a lot of money uh, into opening multiple uh, massage businesses mm. the type of uh you know massage maybe an a- asian massage place if you're in australia that you're walking through a mall mm. and you see you know uh, you know here's a mm. here's a massage you know place type of thing i don't want to use the word parlor because that has a different mm. thing like in 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 the big malls yeah, and the shopping yeah, centers yeah. you would see a massage business they invested their money and had multiple different mm. massage businesses in in um in in this business name totally different totally separate com- incredibly separate to Ravi Zacharias International Ministries. This was a completely business over there. What has come out with a lot of investigation and a lot of corroborating evidence and, you know, it's all out there, is that the reason why he was investing all this money is because he was setting up places where he could sexually manipulate people, uh, women, into into sexual relationships. Um, And he... Uh, you know, quite tragic, and and the women who have come forward, all of them, and I and I believe this is an important part of the story. Uh, most of them have remained anonymous. Some of them have put their mm. name on, on onto the story and said, "I'm happy to go public." Uh, all of them have corroborated exactly. More evidence has come out that has corroborated all of this that it's true, mm. and um, he basically Ravi was li- living a, a a double life. He was. Uh, and, and it's up to, you know, maybe we can talk about this, you know, what's the true one, yeah. what's the false one, is is, even that if, is that something to even talk about? But he was like, I have so much pressure on me in my yeah. public yeah. Christian persona. Yeah. This is where I'm free to be me and I need this sexual release. Mm. And he, you know depending on the stories and depending on the people, it was really sad because some of these women who he got working for them came and worked for them because it was Ravi mm. and he, they knew them from the Christian ministry and he, and he manipulated them into this area. Some of them had no idea who he was. There was a, there was a range of women, lots of women, uh, you know, involved in this. And, um, it's, so let me, let me, uh, at this point, yeah. uh, uh, ask a question. Cause I mean, uh, you know, I, I actually, I mean, it's part of me that hates getting into all of these details yeah. and, and it, it feels a bit, uh, it, it all feels a bit gossipy, but there yeah. was there was um, an article actually that Christianity did, a special article on why they would report, even report this stuff. Excellent. Um, so it's like, because there was part of me that was thinking, why why not just leave a lid on it? Yeah. He's you dead, know, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, like just let it, why, you know. And, and their reasons, I think... It was really interesting article because they said because actually it's about validating the victims, you know, and um, and because there were a number and uh, you know and yes, because there's I mean my struggle was thinking, oh, you know, it's such it's so damaging. Why not just okay, 
the, you know that that was terrible but um yeah it I, that that I think that was part of the debate yeah wasn't it and that and that's been a debate for organizations well that's been the debate of the organizations in our lifetime yeah um if we look at sexual sin in the church immediately a lot of people will go oh catholic priests ped- pedophiles yeah. in the, in the yeah. you know they go there and it's you know that's where a lot of the culture will point their finger well the southern baptists in in america did a yeah. great big survey and it was just as bad in the southern baptist churches yeah. Other denominations have come forward and said, look, this has been an issue for leaders yeah. in, in these type of things. You know, so we live now in a culture where going back a couple of generations, mm. the expected thing would be sweep it under the rug because we have to establish. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, we have to keep everybody. We don't want to shame anybody. We don't want to shame the women involved. We don't want to shame the children involved. We don't want to think, well, now we've realised, and I and I actually, I, I, I think we've realised in the right way, yeah. well, you're only perpetual, that like no matter, the, no matter if your instincts for that is really noble, you are actually enabling more of the same to happen. You're enabling more mm. of the of the sexual abuse to happen. So the argument that I would say of these reporters or people who are whistleblowers, yeah. I think it is a healthy thing to say, no, we need to be above reproach. We need to mm. stand with the victims. We need to say this can't happen again. We, and the only way to do that is sunlight. Sunlight is the best yeah. disinfected. You yeah. get it out in the yeah, open. That's right, yeah. So, and then, of course, we had, you know, and again, around the same time, as you say, Carl Lentz, um, just without too much detail, just so that people know what we're talking about. Okay, uh, so he is... Because I do want to more talk about our response yes. and, yep. and the why okay. um, and get some insight into so that. So really quickly, Carl Lentz um, uh, is, if you look up in the encyclopedia of modern-day celebrity pastor and pastor to the celebrities, yeah. Carl Lentz would be the poster boy for that. He is the yeah. he was the living enigma of this. He was a hipster before hipsters were cool. Yeah. He was forward fashion, like whatever. Yeah. Like literally there were fashion bloggers in New York who would say, do you want to know what next season's fashion is? What's Carl Lentz <laughs> wearing today? You know, and, and you know, this Hillsong... Um, and I don't want to besmirch Hillsong at all, but I'm, just, you know, he was a Hillsong pastor, so bear with us with that. Don't take me mentioning Hillsong and the fact that he worked. No, no, they, do, you know, they do a great job, and they're doing a great job in New York. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so, but there definitely was a, a a culture of Instagram, social media. Look at me, um, you know, a lot of posing, a lot of posturing. A lot of uh, photo shoots with, um, you know, Justin Bieber, uh, you know, Selena Gomez, uh, you know, popular cultural figures Mm. and sporting figures galore, rappers, sporting figures, whatever. Um, Whatever the current topic of conversation was. And and again, Carl Lentz, married to an Australian woman. Mm. Uh, I mean, Hillsong having its start in Australia. Uh, You know, kids... They lived a very public life. I mean, they're they're all gorgeous, model-looking children mm. and, and wife. Very public, you know. All their life was led, you know, out of, exposed to the world, type of thing. Um, he and I'll mention my little bugbear with this. Whatever the cultural topic that the world was talking about, Carl Lentz was right there on it as well. Like, as not just fashion on the on on the looks. Um, if if the world was saying it's time to talk about Black Lives Matter, well, Carl was going to be the first Christian to talk yeah. about it and, yeah. and 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 bring up those type of things. So he was whatever wherever culture was pushing, he was on the forefront of that. Mm. Um, whether that's a good thing or not, I don't know. Uh, very and again, very very popular uh, person, and um, it, it has come out that he was uh, having an affair. With a uh, a Muslim woman, woman, uh, he to to his, the one bit I would give his credit to is that he released the statement himself with his mm. wife, uh, with a family on on Instagram because that's where he, he lives. Mm-hmm. But he said, "I am announcing my stepping down, and this is the reason why I have been mm. unfaithful, etc., etc., etc." Well, the problem yeah, he is completely owned it. Yeah, he completely owned it. But the only problem with that yeah. is, well, it's now. 
been reported and verified that this is not the first time he's had allegations mm. brought against him that were always swept under the rug. Mm. So, yeah, it's 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 been an issue. There's been a lot of people really publicly hurt from this. Uh, a lot of people's faith has, has been rocked uh, again. We're, we're talking completely different ends of the speech of Ravi yeah. Zacharias, the apologe- yeah, yeah. apologetics person over here, and the pop culture icon, you know, Carl uh, Lentz over here, I- affecting a completely different world of young people following Justin Bieber and, in, you know, getting their faith from Instagram. They've been rocked from this on this side as well. So I, I yeah. hear from two sides of people going, man, alive. Yeah. And I think, so, so there's, I mean, there's a couple of issues you brought up. I mean, wh- one is the, you know, is situations of abuse in churches. And I think that's another topic. Let's park that. I- in a way, churches have always been easy targets yes. for that sort of thing. Yes. It's actually, you know, and, and I know ch- church um, ha- ch- churches haven't always dealt with that well. No. Uh, you know, and, and since a lot of that stuff has come out, I think churches have gotten better. But let's let's park that. It, it, in in a way, I I don't um, the fact that it happens or, or that churches get targeted or that you know that that's you could kind of see that that would be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, even from a sort of spiritual kind of undermining thing with the yes. the sort of sense of spiritual attack going, you could think that you know what a what a way to bring down a you know bring down a church exactly but let's i think that's another issue again focusing on the uh, i guess uh in even as a pastor like helping people to kind of process i think the first and most important thing is a little bit of humility as we start we we get this this response uh where we like i yes it's really um it is really disappointing. Let's validate that. Mm. People get really disappointed. The sense of how could they possibly... Like, I get that, mm. but it's called being human. Mm. And um, and I think the, the response to anything of, like, shock, like, how could... Some, as though uh, if we had been in that situation there... You know, I mean, I think we've just got to be really... There's a sort of sober-mindedness... Uh, with which I think we should come to things like this and recognise the dangers and a little bit of humility, I think, is is called for uh, here. And 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 let me just say, let me just add this in personally. And that's not minim. I'm not trying to. You no. understand? I'm not trying to minimise what's gone on here. But, not at all. But it's this. It's almost that there's a kind of pride in ah, in ah, yeah, yep. There we go. Now, you know that sort of response. In in our personal life as friends. You are that person. You are the person, and I'm, let me say, you are the hum- humility person. You are the humble, sober-minded person. When these news stories come up, and we're talking about this off microphone, I am the pride-filled Pharisee. You know, I will literally. <laughs> I think you should give yourself more credit. Uh, no, yeah. no, I'm being honest because I literally will go. How could they do that? Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I turn into white hot fury. Yeah. Straight yeah. away, and you're the person who has to tap me on the shoulder and like. Calm down, brother. Like this is you're a, you're a human as well, you know. To the point where I like it is un, unfathomable. Okay, let, let me so, so let me just give let me give as a pastor. Let me yeah. give you, uh, I guess, some insight um, into what can happen. This is a major, major danger in pastoral ministry, and this is see because you actually there were a couple of different kinds of things you, you talked about people losing their faith in as well as people having these kinds of and we might get into the losing the yeah, faith yeah, part for yeah. later later yeah, yeah that's yeah. right but you know speaking of that um i i often say in fact i as a, a in a bible college context yep. i often say to my students i mean i'm really hard on this i say again and again the easiest place to lose your faith is in pastoral ministry yeah easiest place to lose your faith yeah. is in pastoral ministry yeah. because and i'll tell you why because you can create this pastoral alter ego it's almost like this dissociative thing that we that it's so easy for you know to live through this identity and you become the professional spiritual guy and you know a part of that is i guess the just the human part because we naturally kind of do that I mean, we're all decompart. Yeah, yeah. Everyone does that to some extent, right? But when you do that in ministry, it can actually, it can actually be compounded because you you can, uh, 
and if you don't put things in place to actually positively prevent that, it's almost like it will actually happen. Yeah. You have to actually be vigilant about it not happening for it not to happen. Wow. So, um, and, and, then, and then that's compounded by the fact that when you've got a lot of people pedestaling you, and you can think, and this is the celebrity thing thing, and I think part of the, part of the issue here is, is the celebrity thing, the way that, and this part of human nature that we put people on pedestals. Mm. Um, it's almost like this thing that, that people do. Uh, it's a lot of Christians struggle with a sense of, you know, God seems very distant. And so I, p- perhaps if there's a sense that they, well, if I can't relate, if I feel like God's for, at least I can relate to someone who I think is close to God, you know, and that's where you get this phenomena of people, you know, and, and we see this all over the place. You almost get the uh, people, even not meaning to, that become like kind of cult leaders almost. Uh, and because they get set, set up and pedestaled and, and, uh, and and again, you have you know it 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 it's just in our culture this is really quite endemic because yeah. we live in a celebrity culture and yes. media and all of this sort of stuff and and so and and the possibilities then of um, I guess uh, if you're in that position and the, the pressure to actually become that person that people want you to be which compounds the dissociative thing and that living through the alter ego. Now, the thing is with that, when you, uh, in, in sort of living, th- when you live through that, you actually, it's actually possible to lose a sense of who you are underneath it, right? Mm. It's like you have no idea who you are anymore because you're so busy living through this alter ego. Mm. And, and people like can be dying spiritually under the, under the alter ego, you know, the real them yeah. under the, the mask, the pastoral role can be absolutely dying and yet so busy living through the role that you don't notice, you know. Mm. And so this is where you get this thing where suddenly something happens or, or because the, the real person underneath is, doesn't have the, the strength, is completely vulnerable to temptation, is completely... And, um, and so, so I think the... In, in talking about these celebrity, you know, these celebrity figures, and, I think and, part it, of it is the momentum of that celebrity and the, and the, I guess what that, um, and, and, and the, the other thing that happens too then is that they say, ah, oh, well, and, and this was the case, in, you know, with Ravi, like, uh, he just wasn't able to keep up with his own, and I think he almost said as much in, in, you know, during his lifetime, um, was barely able to keep up with with the sort of profile, um, and and this stuff is happening, and it's like, okay, I should just shut it all down, but it's too big a ship to shut yeah, down. It's yeah. like got this massive thing happen, this massive profile, and it's got a life of its own. I've got and I, and I've got twenty yeah, employees yeah, and their families, that's right. and I'm not, I know I'm not making excuses. No, no, I'm just trying to explain yeah. how this kind of things this kind of thing happens, right? So he's he's sort of. Uh, you know, he's stuffed up. He's and and that happens, right? I mean, it happens in life. It happens to everyday Christians. It's like you know, and and uh, and you know, people stuff. I've, I've uh, you know, pastored people through these mm. kinds of things. You know, God picks them up, dusts them off, and then keep going, right? Mm. Which you know, God is gracious. That's what God does. The problem is in these uh, situations with these big celebrity pastors is that when that happens to them. There's no room there for them to say, "Oh, gee, I've I've really I'm I'm messing up here. I'm really in a bad place," because they've got this this big thing going on, mm. and and often they can justify it by saying, "Okay, well, for the good of the gospel, I'm just going to keep yeah. this under the lid." Yeah. You know, okay, I'm really in a bad place, but I'll kind of compensate for it by serving God. Yeah. You know, and and that's that was the kind of thing that that I came out in Ravi's case. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, okay, I'm. Uh, it's that I'm 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 serving I can God. And, yeah, this. you know, and um, yeah. you know, and again, you know, th- there were even part of the manipulation was saying to those people, you know, you can't say anything because it'll damage the cause of the gospel and all yeah. of this sort of stuff, and yeah. and so you know, they the the possibility to end up in this bind. Uh, 
is a lot of factors working together. Yeah. Let's not caricature. I think this is really important. Often when we see people in situations of big failure, what we do is that we caricature them so that they look nothing like us. Yes. So that somehow we can say, how could they must be extraordinarily terrible? No, no, they're not. Yeah. They're actually ordinary people. But, um, uh, but the... You know the, the the circumstances and the and and there there is a whole lot of different things going on here that can create a situation where this can happen. Where in the in this in the life of an ordinary person, yes, it would be bad, mm. but they would get back up and and take you know and and move ahead. But yeah, um, yeah that's that's some of the complexities uh, it's involved a, it, in this. It's an incredibly complex issue, Matt, and I love the fact that you brought up. You as a senior pastor, you mm. as the lead singer of Sons of Cora, you as someone who's been teaching and everything and standing in front of people, you, you know, nothing in comparison to Ravi Zacharias or Carl Lentz mm-hmm, or anything yeah. like that, but even in your limited experience, mm. you have felt the pressure yeah. to be fake, mm. you know, like create this persona out there. You're not, you might not be yeah. feeling it over here. Yeah. In fact, you might be feeling really down over here. Or you're feeling like I'm a bit empty over here, but you know what? I can I can muster up and fake it in front of people so I don't let the team down. Uh, uh, yeah, and and it's um, you, you actually have. I mean, look, and there are sometimes there are sometimes where where you just need to push through things, mm. but uh, the key actually um, to being authentic in ministry is growing through those times. Yeah. It's not that you don't go through hard times. Mm. It's, am I listening to God? Am I growing through this? Am I, you know, it, it's not that you're facing these these ups and, it's not that you're not facing the ups and downs. To be a leader means that it's not that you're way up there and everyone's back there. That's no, not what it means to no. be a leader. To be a leader means to be at the front of the transformation charge. Mm. Like you are the first one getting <laughs> transformed and dealt with by God. And it is a, it's that process mm. You know, it's like there's always something else, you know, and God's always dealing with something else in my life. And, and, and I think by leaning into that and um, I, I just recognize, I mean, I, 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 the, it, it's like the thing that I'm most terrified of is like losing God in ministry mm. because I recognize how easily that can happen. Mm. And I'm just, I'm just not, you know, it's, it's, it's the thing that I'm that that terrifies me the most mm. and and it's the thing I recognize that I have to uh, I have to make serious space for that in my life mm. to make sure that it is authentic that I am growing that God is dealing with things in my life that I have accountability um, and you know I but I do I do recognize that you have to be so intentional about that. Mm. Uh, and, 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 and again, I'm not putting in, in, the, in trying to say we need to be careful of pedestaling people. I don't want to put you on a pedestal yeah, here, yeah, Matt, and yeah. say, you know, have a look to Matt. But, man, what you're saying in true in your life, because you, you live in a bubble, you live in under a microscope yeah. in that particular way, is true for all of us. Yeah, that's right. It's true for all of us. And without community, yeah, I think uh, for me – one of the major problems that is happening here, and, and one of them obviously is this concept of celebrity. Yeah. You know, and thank goodness, you know, it, it, when it really comes to celebrity, none of us will know what it's like yeah, to deal yeah. with these guys, what these guys are going through. But celebrity is a major major issue there that that I wish the church could get away from. Yeah. Looking, at it, it is. I, I think it's it's probably well, you can argue against this if if you want, but my my sense is that it's less of an issue in Australia than it is in America. America is more a bit more of a celebrity culture. Yeah. So so I I feel like my experience is that in America the, the pastors are pedestaled a lot more. Yes. And and there is a lot more of that kind of pastoral persona that's so much expected of pastors. Yes. I don't blame them for sort of playing along and and well oh, I just I feel like I can't it's like there's. It's almost when you're having that put on you. There's no room to struggle and to look. And 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 we do have a culture uh, in Australia. You know, it comes from a, come from a mix of other cultures, which as is a little bit of the tall poppy syndrome, yeah, which right. is a yeah. little bit of the 
what are you doing? Who do you think you are? Type of attitude, yeah. which is great. But, but I mean, but well, it has its it has it has its downside. Yeah. But but it's it, we're not as prone to elevate people at probably as much. Yeah. Look, but, generalizations are just that. Yeah. They, they are generalizations, well, but there are such things as cultural differences, and, and I, I feel that's more. And I'll go there. I'll go a step further and say, look, America sits in the middle, and then one step further up from America as far as pedestaling people, and again, this yeah. is bringing it back to Ravi, is the Indian culture. Mm. Indian culture yeah. has inbuilt into it, you are a different class to yeah. me, you are up there, I am down yeah. here. And so compounded, I think, with with all of that is 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 partially that where, you know, is, is this concept of doing it by yourself, individually, away from other yeah. people, you know, way up yeah. there. And, I, and, and, I, and you've got your head so far out of the trench uh, that, it's just not it's not a, a safe place to be and and you know so so there are all of these forces and you've got this massive you know ministry and and these see these things don't happen overnight it's it's always part of a a series of small compromises mm. that that it's human nature to make excuses for ourselves oh look it's not that or it's it's not that I'm, I'll I'll give excuses to myself or give myself room here or, and little things become big things and big things become really big things. And, yeah. uh, you know, occasional things become, you know, entrenched habits. So these things don't happen overnight. Uh, I think what I want people to, to recognize is that this is actually, I, I know that there's an element of shock in this, but this is actually, this is actually being human. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and actually we need to exert serious, um, Vigilance, mm. particularly as leaders, yeah. um, to uh, you, you know to not fall into these negative patterns. So um, that yeah. doesn't take away from the fact that this is, you know, this is upsetting. Uh, it's disturbing. We should expect more yeah. from from leaders. I think it's also really important to point out. These things always get their, their, our attention. You get, you know, a cluster of two or three, yeah. and suddenly we think eh, it's happening everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. right? Yeah. No, no, it's it's two or three. <laughs> yeah. It's just that lately we've had some really high-profile situation. I mean, you know, the situation with Bill Hybels who has stepped down, yes. uh, you know, because of some misconduct issues, and and so it. it f- I think for some people it feels like everyone, you know, it's mm. happening everywhere. Yeah. No, no. In, no, no. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, this is part of the celebrity thing. It's because it. they, these there are certain people that take up so much of the of the airspace. You know, the the church is billions of people around this globe, and there are amazing things happening. But you know what? It goes wrong sometimes. Yeah. It's that's church history, right? Yes. It goes wrong. It's biblical, uh, people bib- get it wrong. History, yeah. uh, leaders get it wrong, and uh, it's it's a you know it's an up and down journey. Uh, but overall. Uh, you know, th- there's amazing victory uh, in God's church, amazing things happening uh, worldwide. So that's that's that situation. Yeah. Okay, Matt, that's really, uh, I, think, I think we've covered that there. There's another aspect of falling away I want to get into. So let's take a quick break. You're listening to Thrive Perspectives. family it's your old mate dj here and i want to tell you something really really exciting as this episode goes out to you our studio oh it's been a long time coming is literally a few days away from being completed the bench has been put in the floor needs to be painted we've got uh, you know one more uh, back wall to be fixed up and that'll be done on monday this coming monday It's so exciting. And and I need to tell you, everyone who's been a part of donating to the Thrive family, thank you so much. You have made this happen. Now, in light of that, we are changing what we are doing online as far as social goes. We have got a new 
Thrive Supporters Group, a private group for supporters only on Facebook. The other groups are going away and changing. So that's the sad, that's the sad part of it. That's the negative side of the coin. The positive side of the coin, the heads side of the coin, is the fact that we are going to be doing more content for our supporters. And what does that mean? Live Q and A videos on the uh, on the Thrive Supporters Facebook group. We're going to be doing some behind the scenes videos. We're doing extra content for those supporters. So you have an even better reason to support us right now by heading over to thrivetoday.tv look at that support donate button and head over there and become a monthly supporter we really appreciate it if you can get over there and support whatever amount that you can you can handle whatever amount that is in your budget let us know support us and we are able to keep on doing the ministry of thrive we've got so many great things and people that we want to introduce you to great behind the scenes stuff that we want to do in our new thrive supporters private group on facebook so keep watching this space as we let everybody know about it all right that's enough from me let's get back to this episode of thrive perspectives It's your old mate DJ, Matthew here as well, and we're having a very uh, honest, raw, dare I say it, unprepared discussion. You know, this is very much like you're here with Matt and me having a cup of coffee as we're yeah. talking about this type I f- of stuff. I feel like we're splashing around in the mud a, a bit here, but yeah. but hopefully with sufficient humility and, and, yes. and a bit of insight into how some of this stuff works yeah, yeah yeah but the uh, in, in in wrapping up what we've been talking about leaders and celebrity leaders in the church falling away or stepping down or having their reputation you know marred by sexual sin and it's usually mm. a, a sexual sin that mm. we, we 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 talk about i i, I want to be very very clear that you know it's that concept of don't be the one to stand and point as in shock and you know mm. horror be be humble enough to say okay lord what are you trying to teach me mm. at this yeah, moment right. yeah. is there some yeah. thing in my life that i'm letting go yeah. am i allowing something to yeah. let go in my life yeah. and and you know if you're listening to this you know you know are, are you are letting your eyes wander are you looking at something you shouldn't be? Are you involved yep. in pornography? Are you involved in some sort of discussion or something yep. that you know is wrong? Yep. And and it's just that it starts off as a, just a little innocent thing yep. and it's and then it builds from there. So yep. I think that's part of the thing is to be able to check ourselves as we see this yeah. and say, God, what are you teaching me with that? Yeah. One thing, one thing that is also really, you know, and I guess the theme for this episode is discouragement as we see leaders yeah. fall is is we've had a string of people over the last you know few years uh public leaders in, in Christian again Christian celebrity whether they're musicians mm. singers you know from bigger Christian bands uh pastors authors movements the sons or daughters of famous Christian yeah. leaders yeah. who publicly walk away from the faith and say yeah. well I don't believe anymore I'm an atheist yeah. you know whatever yeah. it is one of the most heartbreaking ones for me growing up and where I first really struggled with this was, you know, as someone who loved Francis Schaeffer mm. growing up and read his books and then read Frankie Schaeffer's, Frank mm. Schaeffer's his son yeah. book, all of a sudden Frank Schaeffer's out there saying that he's an atheist. And then he's saying, mm. like, and it was this gradual, and, I, and it blew me away that someone's son. We've had the same thing with Bart Compolo, Tony Compolo's mm. son. We've had the same thing recently with Marty Sampson from Hillsong as one of the most successful worship writers and leaders in the world, yeah. all yeah. of a sudden coming out going, listen, I don't really, I don't know if I believe anymore yeah. in any of this stuff. Uh, and then know, the Gungors as, uh, as Michael, well. Yeah. Michael Gungor, uh Joshua and Harris, the, ki- the guy, you know, as a kid, he wrote, you know, I Kiss Dating Goodbye, became yeah. this Christian pastor, Christian celebrity. All of a sudden, he's divorced. He doesn't believe, and now he's affirming, um, you yeah. know, LGBTQ lifestyle. Blah 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 blah. 
It's like, oh my goodness, like what is going on here? Why are all these leaders falling away? Not from a sin that they're like, you know, they've yeah. been caught out for or having to, yeah. well, but now they're just saying they don't believe anymore that they never, yeah. believe, you know, so. Yeah, in some ways, in some ways, this likewise probably shouldn't surprise us perhaps as much. Uh, okay, that doesn't mean that it's not, it's not kind of shocking if they're, you know, someone that, uh, that you have listened to and that's in, you've encouraged by and suddenly they're, they've encouraged you in your faith and now they're turning away from the faith. <laughs> yeah. That's a really disturbing experience for yeah. people, you yeah. know. And, but but I, think, I think also, and again, it's a little bit the same thing that I talked about around l- losing your faith behind the celebrity because the, sometimes the profile, um, having profile like that, causes us to actually live through that profile which means that we almost create this kind of alter ego that we live through that alter ego and the real us is slipping away and not being fed and sort of uh, becoming spiritually anemic without and suddenly you wake up one morning think hang on a minute I don't believe all this because belief uh, you know, our, our faith is our connection with God. I mean, we don't, the reason why we believe is not because we work it out with our minds. I mean, you can't, this is, this is so massive. And, and, and you know, th- uh, we're talking about something here that we cannot grasp with our minds. So our connection with it is, is a dynamic relational connection with God, right? Mm-hmm. That's what keeps it real. Yeah. Um, this is the frustrating thing. People, when they say, well, I, I've really thought through this. And the result of my thinking through this is I no longer think it's true. Yeah. It's like, do you really believe that you can circumscribe this intellectually? Mm. Do you think you can stand outside of existence, mm. you know, including God, looking in on it from the outside? Do you think, mm. honestly think that you, can, that you can think your way around something mm. as massive as the question of God and the existence of God. Just, I mean, no, no, we are the finite. We are inside this. Mm. Uh, You know, so the whole, uh, there's an irony even in the fact that we would, you know, well, I really thought about it and and the more I think about it, the more this. Uh, That's not how we come to believe ever in the first place. It's actually, we come to believe because God takes hold of us, Mm -hmm. right? Because we have this lights on, the Holy Spirit awakens our hearts Mm -hmm. and begins a relationship, right? And we we continue to believe as long as there is a dynamism in that relationship, as long as there is interaction, Mm -hmm. it's real, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's not, you know, God is not an object that I can sit on the bench and come in and, oh, yep, still there, yep. Next day, yep, the object's still there. I mean, I mean, we can't do that. I mean, we're we're two married men talking about yeah. this. We can't do that with our children. We can't do that with our wives. We can't do that even as friends with each other. We can't stand back and intellectually, you know, talk about this friendship, this, yeah. you know, marriage, this whatever, because it just leads to dry non-human, you know, thing, it, 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 yeah. it separates it. So how do we think we can yeah, that, do that with God? That's a, it's a great analogy, actually, because, you know, it often is said in relationships uh, that that um, that basically uh, where, where relationships are lost or, or it's often said um, that I just don't know this person anymore, like this kind of – and part of the reason is, is because uh, – when we talk about knowing a person, we're not talking about a physical entity in front of us. We're talking about knowing a a person in that kind of, you know, the, the mind and the heart, that, that kind of like a, in that sense. And so to really know a person, uh, there has to be that, that ongoing kind of interaction, right? Yeah. Now, God, again, God is not... I can't point and say, well, God's over here or God's over, because God is everywhere. We're literally immersed in the presence of God. Yeah. God is infinite and eternal, right? Mm. So, um, so, so I can't get, I can't stand outside God with my intellectual capacities and look inward, right? It's mm. like, this is the irony of trying to think about this sort of stuff as, as mm. though, as though you even could. So the only way that I know that, that, uh, that that kind of knowledge of God and the sense of God's being that the only way that that is kept real is through the process of interaction, right? Mm. Now, um, if if that interaction drops off, 
then so does my my conviction about God even being there. So it's it becomes easy for me to say, oh, uh, suddenly, like I wake up one morning and I, and it doesn't happen this this suddenly, but people like this do express it like this. I just realized I don't believe anymore mm. and I need to be truthful with myself. I actually don't believe this. And um, sometimes they, they, um, they pitch it as though they had a really good think about it and it all just seemed, mm. it didn't seem to make sense or mm. it didn't as though you even could, as though it even could make sense to our mm. finite minds. Exactly. Actually what, what I would say is, has gone on is that behind the celebrity persona, they haven't kept up the dynamism of the relationship yes. and it has dropped off and they, because they're kind of have this kind of persona and, and playing the part mm. can, they can perhaps easily not notice that it's dropped off. And suddenly they wake up one morning and realize actually I've lost God. And the fact is they have probably lost God. And, and it's, and, and you, and we've already alluded to this. And a lot of times the, the, the language that they use is the similar language that someone would describe a divorce or a, you know, a loss of a relationship, you know, type yeah. of thing. Like all of a sudden I woke up one day and I realized oh, I don't love them anymore. You yeah. know, type of thing. Well, you know, it's not a one-off thing. Like it's, it's, it's again, exactly, it's that sort of thing. Yeah. And and let me say again, let me say this happens a lot in ministry again. And it's because it's because um, kind of professionalized ministry, particularly high profile, mm -hmm. you know, situations, mm -hmm. uh, there is this persona that you kind of live through this alter ego and you actually don't notice what's happened. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it can be actually be why other relationships kind of drop off you know, uh, as well. But, but certainly this is, you know, uh, happens a lot where there is some kind of occupational ministry, particularly when it's high profile. Yes. It was interesting. I, I, I met, um, remember a few years ago meeting uh, a guy and, you know, we got talking and, um, uh, and it, he said, oh, I'm actually a pastor. Um, and, or I was a pastor. And I said, oh, really? Like, so what, and he, he told me the story. He said, I, I just gradually lost my faith wow. in ministry. And, and sort of, he said, I didn't, I kind of didn't notice at first, but I, because I just kept doing the thing, you know, I just kept going through the motions and preaching the sermons. You know, I could do that and I could do this. And it was all, I did all the things. I played the part, but the real me had completely lost touch with God and, mm. and, uh, well, that's not the way that he put, he, he said, and yet I didn't realize that I actually didn't believe it really, you know, now my interpretation of that, well, if you live that much through that persona, you actually didn't cultivate that yes. relationship. And so you lost the relationship, um, and therefore completely lost touch with God. Yeah. Um, so you know that's a, it's an interesting one. And it's a big warning. I think, I think one of the takeaways we need to take, take from this, if you're listening to this, and you're somehow attracted to public ministry, whether mm. that's a worship pastor or worship leader or mm. playing on stage. It might be in your youth team. It might be you aspire to be a preacher. You aspire yeah. to be a pastor. Yeah. I hope I'm not scaring anyone. Well, I, I, you, you don't want to, but I do. I, I remember reading Charles Spurgeon. Charles Spurgeon would say to his students, if for one second you think you could do anything else and be happy in God, go do it right now. Yeah. Because this is the number one way to lose your faith is to yeah. become a pre professional pastor. Yeah, and I think, as I said to you, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm my other part of my time is, you know, um, with students, you know, often pastoral students as a as a lecturer, and uh, and I, I really do recognise the fact, and particularly kind of young people, I can even remember this as a young people. You just can't wait to get up there, and you mm. think you're, you know, you think you're going to be God's gift to ministry you and set the world on fire. Yeah, that's right. You're going to set the world on fire, and you just can't <laughs> wait to become that pastor and and have the badge and and have the title. And uh, but there is, you've got to be so vigilant there. I, I just like to just not not dissuade people from it, yeah. but. Uh, send people in really, really sober-minded. Yes. I mean, I think, you know, in some ways this has been my, even my reluctance. I remember when I, in this area of ministry, I remember when a couple of elders from our church sat down and 
asked me to join the team. For me at the time, church was the main game. I mean, I was moving in, looking at moving into an academic career. Uh, at the time, that was looking promising. I felt a bit restless. I wasn't felt like God was kind of had other you know plans. But I remember them sitting down and said, "We'd love you to join uh, our you know our team, become a pastor in the church." I can remember this initial reluctance. Like I was already like really involved. Mm. I mean, there's part of me that's saying, "I'll do it. I'll do it for nothing. I don't need to become a pastor." <laughs> but I, I had this such a strong sense of the danger. Of stepping into yeah. that, like I felt like, and I was really growing, and lots of great things were happening in my life, and and I just felt like, oh, I could, I could lose all of this, mm. like I really felt the danger, and I think that was a God thing. I think I went in with this sense that the thing that I valued the most, my relationship with God, is most in danger here now, right now. Mm. Like I'm stepping into something where this could really get lost and I've got to be so vigilant about not losing it. I mean, people think that, you know, maybe um, being in a... I remember talking to an SAS officer and him talking about the difficulty of of being in the SAS as a Christian, a Christian SAS yeah. officer, and he was talking about, you know, the, the I guess the you know, being the sort of lone Christian in a real kind of, you know, bunch of mavericks. and For those listening overseas, SAS? uh, It's the Special Armed uh, for Australians. uh, Special Armed Soldier, is that what that's? Special Armed Services? Yeah, Special Armed Services. Something like that. Yeah, Yeah, anyway. um, And uh, and I'm, you know, I just thought, yep, yep, that would be a hard place to uh, keep your faith, but I can think of a harder place. And I remember (laughs) saying to him, actually, I think it's harder in ministry. He's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. So I, uh, I, I think um, that probably has been a, a big part of my reluctance. But, but I, I think, you know, that's been good. It's been a healthy thing, and yeah. and it's it's sort of made me, you know, vigilant about that. And uh, there, there, I know there's been enough times where, where I felt that drift and felt that happening and mm. and you know look but it's by the grace of honestly dj it's by the grace of god i just think oh god thank you know when it's like yeah thank god that you have done things mm. to wake me up mm. you know and uh yeah okay we, we we're, we're running low on time i want to i want to wrap this up and i want to i think i think we've naturally come to a come to an area where we're both we're saying be careful of the celebrity. Be careful of if you're in some sort of role of leadership or you're aspiring to that. Check yourself when it comes to yeah. celebrity worship. Oh yeah, well, yeah, that's right. And and don't be in a hurry. Don't be. It's don't be in a hurry to climb the ladder, get the title, get the success, get the. I mean, I one of the advantages of you know, for example, being. Uh, you know, in a in a band, and I mean, we we did the independent with Sons of Crow. We did the independent route, which meant that we only gr- we grew at about the same rate as as we grew. Yeah, as as people. spiritually and musically. Yeah, so so yeah. the actual the actual growth in success of the band grew slowly along with us. Yeah, I, I've I've met uh, you know people, and I've had numbers of conversations in people who shot to stardom so quickly, and they're like twenty three years old, you know, oh. or you know whatever age. And they just completely lost it. It just, you know, they were suddenly on stage in front of, you know, thousands and thousands of people and and they're having to represent God and they just didn't have the maturity to handle that. I, 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 like, don't be impatient, you know, don't. See, don't reach for that success or That's, that position too quickly. We could spend all day. I, I could yeah. spend all day talking yeah. about this issue within the Christian music industry. Mm. The Christian music industry. One of the and I'll just say this. You know, the music industry has completely changed in our lifetime. Yeah. You know, even in the if we, if we say in the last twenty years, yeah, it, it's gone from being you know in the nineties and early early aughts. There was so much money in the Christian music industry. Yeah. There were oh, people yeah, yeah. jettisoned to the yeah. to the charts, yeah. and out of that, there is a there is a wake of people who do not do not believe anymore. Yeah. You know who are, yeah. you know, and again, for anybody's going, I wonder who you're talking about, Katy Perry being one of them. You know, yeah. uh, you know the famous pop star Katy Perry. She started in the Christian music industry and right. lost her faith completely. Um, you know, uh, so. There's, there's a way, and the only positive side, 
and, and again, all musicians are going to listen to me and curse me on this one. But all the the positive <laughs> side, not. yeah, the, the positive side of the fact that the music industry is so hard now, and there's no money mm. in it, yeah, and it's so hard to work it, and a lot of people are doing it for love, yeah, especially if you're doing it in the Christian thing, yeah. To be honest with you, the positive side of that is the people yeah. who are working yeah, really hard right, and yeah. doing it. 99% of them are actually doing it yeah. because there's a faith yeah, there. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a genuine calling. Whereas back in the 90s and the early aughts, I tell you what, I've met oh, a lot of people oh, who... The, the, you know, the... Oh, work. man, I, I can remember the... And this is us going slowly, you know, with and I just the, the, the struggle to keep my head right in the midst of... I mean, I've told you these stories of, yeah. of you know, going overseas and playing in front of these... I'm trying to like deal with my spoiled brat of a pride heart, like actually <laughs> keeping that in check and thinking, how do people do this? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, but embracing that and finding mm. God in that and, and, and being challenged by God mm. in that. Uh, and, um, and then, you know, just the, even the, you know, the, the prospect of even doing well financially and, and yet you're in, in, in a ministry space oh. and, and that can even, massive uh, conflict. you know, and I mean, I, I think you're exactly right because it's now it's come back to really hard work and, and there's not a lot of reward. And there's something about that yeah. that is, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting situation. But, yeah, look, I, I want to say again, you know, as we close, I just, um, you know, to those uh, who have been discouraged by their role models or people that they've looked to uh, – you know, let, let's remember we're all human beings. We're yeah. all in the same boat. Uh, those celebrities, uh, you know, they were, they were never angels in the first place. Yes. Uh, they were always vulnerable. There's extra pressure, so much extra pressure, so much extra danger in those positions. We actually shouldn't be uh, yeah. surprised. Perhaps. Okay, so so in light of that, as, as we wrap up, a, a couple, couple simple points that I'd love you to speak to, Matt. Uh, and, and first off, if you're listening to this and you are tempted to put anybody on a, on a pedestal mm. and, and different cultures or different churches, different denominations have different words for it. You might say, oh, you know, Pastor Matt, he's anointed. You know, you might mm. use spiritual language around it or you might, if you're an intellectual, you go, oh, Pastor Matt, he's gifted. You know, he's a smart IQ, you know, da, 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 da. Or if you're, you know, you're just looking at a celebrity, oh, he's, char- you know, he's got this charisma around him and I love, you know, different things. I want to encourage those who who feel like you have someone on a pedestal like that. Maybe take them down a little, you know. Maybe take them down off that pedestal and realize they are just a human being. Yeah, and this well. this is almost like a topic uh, in itself because yeah. I, I I do think it's important that we support, encourage, and even honor our, our, our leaders. I, I you know I think um, I, I feel like we, we we can't do our job unless there's an element of, um, you know. And unless there's an element of that, we don't demand that. I think part of being a leader is that you need to win that, mm. you know, you need to win that trust and that, you know, that respect. Um, but you, really, we do need to remember that uh, our leaders are human and we need to encourage them yeah. and... Pray for them. Yeah, pray for them. I think that's really important, yeah. Right okay, L- last thing here, you know, talking about it from, you know, from that from that side of it. You know, as as uh, you know, as us looking to people who have got some sort of leadership, <laughs> yeah. what the right attitude is. I want to now jump on the inside of it for you, as yeah. someone who is in, who is in there. What has been practical ways that your friends or the people in the pews or whatever mm. have been able, even your close loved ones, yeah. have been able to bring you back down to earth or help you in the process? You know, so yeah. it's not just you out there. And the, and the reason why I'm asking you to be honest about this is because I want to encourage those who've got people in their life, pastors in their life, because I'll tell you right now, yeah. the loneliest people I know oh, yeah. are pastors. Yeah. The most friendless people I mm. know are people working in professional yeah. ministry. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the things. You do, you do need people around you. You need people that you can be honest with and... Um, and and you need people that when you say things don't get shocked. <laughs> it's like, you know, I remember actually, I, I think it was last week I said something to you, like honestly, kind of admitted to to you know, and I loved your response. Like you were actually encouraged. You're like, yeah. 
good. Yeah, go, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, great. Good, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it was like, and you didn't see it as like a disqualifier. You, you're like, oh, that's, so, you know, there was a sense of, of, oh, that's fantastic, you know, like, uh, because, um, you know, we're on a journey too and, and we're all struggling together and, and again, the key is growth. Like, I need to be growing mm. and we need to give our leaders space for that growth. Mm. So we can't expect them to be perfect because perfect people don't grow. They've got nowhere to grow to, right? Yeah. Um, in fact, there are no perfect people. So, <laughs> so we, need, we need room for our imperfections. Don't give your leaders a hard time mm. uh, when, when imperfections come out or, or, or you know, so that, so that they can feel that there is room for them to be fallible human beings. Um, mm. uh, you know, because if you can't receive from an imperfect person, you, you, you're, you've just cut yourself out of all of God bless, God's blessings because God blesses people through people. And I don't, know any, I don't know any perfect people. I don't know about you. So if you can't receive from an imperfect person, you're not going to receive anything. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think we need to uh, honor each other, but not expect each other to be perfect, not to make that conditional on, on you know, each other being perfect. Give each other, you know, room. Uh, to grow in look in ministry i would say definitely have people around you that you can be honest with and um you know and journey with i think that's so uh, important yeah yeah all right well there you go i yeah. think i think it, listen if if anything we've said over this episode uh you know you think deserves a follow-up if you've got any questions around this or you think you want us to clarify on this is a really big issue yeah. i think i think for a lot of people in yeah. ministry and it's it's a this is you know as I said before, I feel like we're splashing around in the mud yeah. here. But you know what? We're not in heaven, are we? We're yeah. on earth. Yeah. We're on earth. And we're yeah. broken people living in a broken world. And uh, God uses us in spite of that. Oh. Uh, we, we are all kind of crooked sticks. Yeah. And the most important thing is that we're on a journey of of transformation. We're all on this journey. We're, we're And, you know, keeping that momentum, keeping that journey of growth is the most important thing and uh and i think uh a whole lot of humility here is going to go uh, a long way so don't don't be discouraged god is at work um uh, be encouraged by the fact that god does work through broken people uh you know uh, it doesn't discount the good things even that those people ever did doesn't discredit that they still good did good things they said good things it's really sad to see people turn away. It's sad to see people uh, falling as they do. Uh, but there is grace for those people and there is grace for us. And the purpose of God over 2,000 years has amazingly moved ahead despite the fumblings and the imperfection, oh. despite the, the failures. God has always been faithful. listening to Thrive Perspectives, we want to hear from you. So send us your big questions and ideas. Our home on the internet is thrivetoday.tv. You can contact us, download other shows, see all of our resources and much, much more at our website, thrivetoday.tv. The Thrive Today Network is on Facebook. Our Facebook page and links to our community groups are waiting for you. Just search and like Thrive Today page in Facebook now. Visiting the website, ratethispodcast.com slash Thrive Perspectives really helps us reach more people. So head to ratethispodcast.com slash Thrive Perspectives. We hope that these shows will challenge you to look at life from a new perspective and thrive. was another DJP.FM production.